as a confession, but you take the time to meditate, to meditate on it until you see it. Until you see it. I um, jump a little ahead in my, in my message, but I was listening to, to a, um, a pastor and he was talking about the testimony that he had received about a, another pastor's wife who um, she was, she wore eyeglasses that, you know how you've seen people with these thick eyeglasses like Coke bottles, like the bottoms of Coke bottles? Well, this is this pastor's wife had. She had glasses, basically she was considered legally blind. And she's had people, you know, people come and pray for and pray for and pray for, and she never, you know, received her healing, you know, so she just kind of shied away when everybody said, okay, we're going to pray for you. She kind of shied away from that because she was tired of having somebody pray for her and not get the results. So they had uh, a healing evangelist, you know, we was coming through and he spent a week at their church and Pastor Wife just tried to, to avoid him for the whole week because once again, she didn't want to go through all of this information, all this histrionics. So he finally cornered her the last day of the meeting and said, I'm gonna pray for you. So, you know, in her mind, what she's saying, here we go again, somebody else gonna pray for me and nothing gonna happen. You see what's in her mind, what she's already seeing. She's seeing, I'm not gonna get healed because here we go again, somebody else is praying for me. So he prayed for her, told her to close her eyes, take off your glasses close your eyes and he prayed for her and when he prayed for her he said now what do you see so she started to open her eyes and said shut your eyes and you know she kind of jumped because you know how can I see if I can see if I can't open my eyes to see right. so he said shut your eyes and he asked her again now what do you see so once again she starts to open her eyes and says, shut your eyes and she closes her eyes you know closes her eyes again and she what what how, how am I going to know so he says, now, what do you see? So she, she started again to open her eyes, and he said, I didn't tell you to open your eyes. I told you, I asked you, what do you see? So she, you know, she listened to him and said, what do you mean, what do I see? What do you see on the inside, in your spirit? What do you see? So she's, you know, she said, she finally realized that he was trying to get her to see inwardly. So she began to pray in tongues, and, and he said, she put a few minutes, just stood there, prayed in tongues, and finally she said, I see it. She said, I now see myself not wearing these glasses. I see myself seeing. He said, now open your eyes. When she opened her eyes, she was healed. Because all along, she kept seeing herself as not being healed. As a man thinketh in his heart. That, you know, when you sit and think and you break down these scriptures and, and, and go over them again and again and again, you, you get revelation yes. as to what the Lord was saying. He says, as a man thinketh, as he thinketh, as he thinketh, so is he. So I jumped totally to the end of my message, but I thought you needed to hear that first. So um, <laughs> that's what I did. But, you know, to get us to the point of what are we seeing on the inside? If there's a relationship that needs to be fixed, what are you seeing on the inside? Are you still seeing it's broken? Are you still seeing that everything is wrong? And he's this, she's that. What, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? I got to shut this off. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. What are you seeing in your spirit, man? In your heart of hearts? 
about the situations you're dealing with. So the, the, our, our base scripture that I read every week is Genesis 11, 5 and 6. It says, and the Lord said, the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Right. Now, if God said that, I think that's pretty important for us to pay attention to. He said, nothing will be restrained from them for what they decided to do. Because they imagine, what they have imagined in their heart, nothing will be restrained for them. And whatever you are imagining in your heart is what you're getting right now. When you begin to change the picture, if I said before, change the picture that's on the inside, what you're seeing and believing on the inside. And you know, as the week goes, you know, keeps passing, going through, you know, the Lord keeps showing me, okay, you need to change that picture. And I said, well, Lord, reveal to me the areas in my life that I have a bad picture. I don't want to have, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy over the things that I'm seeing inside because I'm seeing the wrong thing. And I'm, that's for conceiving and birthing the wrong thing in my life. We don't want that. And as I said earlier, 1 John 4, 17, part B says, as he is, so are, no, I didn't say that yet. As he is, so are we in this world. As Jesus is, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. So I, I, I gave you the task of last week of meditating on that scripture all this week to get you to the place to see yourself as Jesus is. Says, as he is, so are we in this world. In this world. He didn't say in heaven because we're going to be like him when we get to heaven. But he said he wants you to know as you are, as, as he is, so are you, so am I in this world. So the things that Jesus did, he said, I want you to see yourself as doing them. Yes. The things that Jesus said, he wants you to see yourself as saying those things. You know, we as saints of God, Holy Ghost filled saints of God, we are one third wall to wall Holy Ghost. When I heard, I heard Andrew Walmack wow. say that and I laughed, I said, that's right. We are one-third wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. Do you understand? One-third of you is filled with the Holy Ghost. Spirit, soul, and body, you are filled, hallelujah, in your spirit, wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. You are somebody. You have the authority and the power that God has given you. But if you don't even realize that, you know, you'll walk around weak and pitiful. You'll be a little wimpy Christian. And when it's time for you to stand up on the word of God, you, you, you know, you'll cower down and, you, yeah. you know, you'll turn, turn tail and, and run. Yeah. We are one-third wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. As he is, so are we in this world. Use the, 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 the Holy Ghost that the Lord has given. Use that power. He said, after you receive the Holy Ghost, power shall come upon you. Our job is to use that power. Yes. See you as he is, Thank you, Lord. as Jesus is, yes. so are we in this world. Jesus is not weak and pitiful. He's not sick. He's not in pain. He's not bleeding anymore. His hands are healed. That's His right. feet is healed. His body is healed. Yes. As he is, yes. so are we in this world. And that's how you have to see yourself. That's no matter what the report is. And Isaiah says, whose report are you going to believe? Isaiah 53, whose report are you going to believe? Right. I choose to believe the report of the Lord. Right. 
whatever the Lord says about me, I choose to believe that. And I choose to see that and birth that in my spirit. Conceive it until it is birthed in my spirit. As he is, so are we in this world. We see the things that Jesus did. We see ourselves at doing it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, because we are the righteousness of God. We're not weak and pitiful. Satan wants you to think you're weak and pitiful, but no, when you wake up, he should be shuddering in his feet. Oh, my Lord, she's up again. He's up again. Why are they up? He should be shaking in his boots because of who we are in the Lord. Stand up. Rise up like the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. And begin to take your place. Seated right in the right hand of God the Father with Jesus. See yourself seated there. Ruling and reigning over every situation that comes in your life. So no, I win this. And I always win. I always win. Hallelujah. Blessed be unto God who always causes us to triumph. But if you don't see yourself as winning, you don't see yourself as being triumphant, and you see yourself as weak and pitiful, that's what's going to be birthed in your life, a weak and pitiful, wimpy saint. No, as he is, so are we in this world. See yourself laying hands on the sick and and knowing that they're going to recover. As he is, so are you. See yourself doing these things. See yourself as the righteousness of God. Not that, you know, I'm just an old sinner saved by God. No, you you were an old sinner. Were. So you're no longer that title. We are saved by the grace of God. So don't let anybody peg you with, oh, you know, I'm just an old sinner. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm saved by grace, by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Through his faith. Hallelujah. He's made me the righteousness of God. As he is, so are we in this world. Stop seeing yourself the way other people try to make you be. Stop listening to the lies of the people that's trying to pull you down. Oh, you'll never amount to anything. You'll never, they're lies from the pit of hell. You see yourself the way God sees you. Hallelujah. He said, you are the apple of my eye. You are, you know, one of those saying, the best thing since sliced bread. As far as as God is concerned, you're the best thing since sliced bread. bread. You are everything to him. So much so that he's got you tattooed in his hand. When you wake him in the morning, say, yes, dear God, I'm up and bless your name, Lord. I thank you for another day to whoop the devil in the head with the word of God. You keep that word going. You continue to meditate on that word. You continue to mutter that word over and over and roll it over, over and over and over. In your spirit, all this week, I've just been meditating and meditating, just rolling the word over and over. As he is, so am I in this world. When the situation comes, now Jesus is victorious, I am victorious. As he is. As he is. Something comes in, now, as Jesus is, so am I. As he is, so am I. In this world, in this world, you continue to meditate on that until it explodes in your spirit. And when it starts exploding in your spirit, you'll start changing the way you see things, changing the way you say things, and you'll be expecting, totally expecting to see it all work out right for you. You expect it. You expect nothing less. When you start seeing, using the imagination that God gave you. I, I, uh, last week, uh, my, my grandson Ethan came in and he said, Grand Mary, tomorrow is going to be the best.
best day ever. His teacher had explained to him something that they were going to do. And he, his imagination went flying. I said, he wasn't even in tomorrow. Tomorrow hadn't come. But he saw that day. It's going to be the best day ever, just based on what she told him. He was so happy. That, that next day, I, you know, I don't even know what they did, but he was excited about it. And he said, that's going to be the best day ever. To him, that was the best day ever. You know? And he was, and, but I said, my baby's using this imagination. He's using that imagination. It's going to be the best thing happening to me. It hadn't happened, but his imagination said, yeah, buddy, we're going to have a good day tomorrow. It's going to be the best day. And he proclaimed that over his day for that next day. It's going to be the best day ever. Why don't we do that? Tomorrow's going to be the best day ever. The day is going to be the best day ever. Begin to proclaim over yourselves. It's not just for Ethan. For all of us, we go, this is going to be the best day ever. We were speaking to an old neighbor who had moved, and we ran into her yesterday, and she was saying, you know, every morning when I get up, I thank the Lord for a new day, and I say, Lord, I thank you for 30 more years. 30 more years on this planet of being healthy and healthy, wealthy, well, I just... Just all, just everything that you said for me, 30 more years. I thank you for 30 more years. And she says, I do that every day. And I've been doing that for years. So every day she gets 30 more years. She said, ah, 30 more years. You could potentially live forever say, I need 30 more years. Because the 30, need today, you got 30 more years. Another day, 30 more years. Another day, 30 more. That's what she saw. That's what she's been proclaiming, decreeing over her life. I say, yes, Lord, I thank you for 30 more years. Why can't we say that? We'll get past our 120, keep saying 30 more years. You'll get up there to the 120. I mean, I was seeing on the news today, um, in the mornings of Good Morning America, I don't see it often, but I, this time I turned it on, and they was talking about the centennials, the people that live past the 100, and they were going on their birthdays, a man was 104, somebody was 110, and they were just so excited, and they looked good. And I said, Lord, that's right, you, you, 100, 120 minimum. That's minimum that we should be standing for. And not getting to 120, can't hardly move, can't, you know, no. Living long and living strong. Birthed in your, in your spirit. 30 more years. 30 more years. 30 more years. Every day, 30 more years. Can you imagine that? Thank you, Lord, I got 30 more years. Every day, you done bumped it up another 34 years. <laughs> Why not use the word of God? Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, I talked about this earlier, so is he. As he thinketh in his heart. So what are you thinking in your spirit, man? What are you thinking on the inner man? What are the things that's, that's been planted in your spirit? I believe I said this on last week. You know, ask the Lord to prompt your spirit. Let me know if I have some bad thinking going on in my spirit. Something, you know, I didn't know those things that I had going on in my mind. That I, you know, it didn't come to my subconscious mind. The things that I was thinking, well, it's not going to work this time. Every time we tried, you know, I didn't know I had all that bad baggage going on until the Lord revealed to me. And then I heard my voice. I said, oh, Lord, I have been living out my self-fulfilling prophecy because I've been seeing it's not going to work, and it wasn't working. I've been seeing this, you know, every time we try this, you know, and it wasn't working. He said, shut that down. You got to see it. It's always working. God always causes you to try. He makes everything come out right for you. That's the words you have to say to nullify 
all the bad, the stinging thinking as, as Minister Mary was praying, and the, other thing, the negative words that we've been speaking over our lives to stop it and prompt us, to let us know when we're doing things that we're, we're saying things and thinking things that we're not supposed to be thinking. So my question to you again is what are you seeing? Yes. And each time it's, it's a deeper and deeper. Realize, Lord, what, what am I seeing? that's contrary to your word, yes. coming against what you've already decreed over my life. Yes, sir, is the Hebrew word for imagination or conception or to conceive. And when, when, when you think about that, what you are conceiving, what are you imagining, what you imagine you will conceive. And when you imagine over and over and over again until it's conceived and then conception gives birth. So we've been imagining some bad things and we've been giving birth to some things that we really don't want to happen in our lives. But not realizing is that, and the scripture says, as you think, so are you. So we have to catch our thoughts and make them line up with the word of God. Scripture says, casting down all imaginations because Satan's gonna see to it that he's gonna give you some bad imagination. I mean, I, I mean you just sit still for five minutes and let your mind run, and it's going, to, it's, it's going to be a bad imagination. It's not going to be something, you're not going to just sit there with a blank mind, and all of a sudden something great happens in your mind. No, it's not. It's going to tend towards negative. You have to train your imagination to see the good things, see the right things, to lean towards the best things that God has for you. Because we've been programmed year after year after year and not even realize it. Through the things you've seen, through the commercials, you've seen, I mean, the stories, and the, it's programming your thoughts. Right. We have to cast down all, all those imaginations. So to check to see what you're praying for is what you're seeing on the inside. You know, we have to stop limiting God and start thinking bigger. Yes. Asking bigger. Yes. You know, you, you say, just me, bless me and mine and no more. No, I mean, bigger. Take God out of the box. He says, as Elder was talking about, more than you can even imagine for yourself, as far as you can even think, Lord, I want to be blessed further than that. I want to be blessed the way you want me to be blessed. Because my, my, my thing is limited. You know, well, you know, well, give me this and give me No, he wants us blessed. Sure enough, blessed. When, when David was given to, to the temple for the building of the temple, he gave what they had collected I think they said like $8 billion worth of gold, silver, diamonds, everything for the temple. David himself gave $5 billion, the equivalent of $5 billion to the building of the temple. And when the people of Israel, when the children of Israel saw what David did, they gave $3 billion a one-day offering, a one-day offering, $8 billion, $8 billion in a one-day offering. That's the kind of blessing that God, that God wants for his children. We are to be the best. We are to be blessed. We think small. We're thinking small. We're thinking too small. He wants us to expand, as Elder uh, Minister Barry said, enlarge our territories, enlarge our borders. You see ourselves bigger, bigger, bigger. Because that's what the Lord wants. He wants bigger and the better for us. But when you see yourself, we come to church, just as many chairs. No. See this church overflowing, I mean, out in the park lot. And everywhere. See it. We have to see it and birth it in our spirits. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So change the way 
you see your finances. I mean, sometimes you look in your wallet, and wallet's empty, you can blow dust and you see the cop. Whatever, no. Change the way you see when you look in your wallet. You see it overflowing. Yes. See your finances coming, I mean, beyond. See the perfect job coming beyond your imagination, more than you could ask or think. See that, see that, see that for yourself. See the emotion that you're asking God for. See your, your personal ministry, what God has birthed in your heart. See that overflowing. See yourself going and laying hands on it. See yourself raising the dead. See yourself doing these things. Lord, what is my part of the ministry? What is it that you want me to do? And see yourself doing that. Whatever it is you're doing, you just have the ministry of help. See yourself doing that beyond just Raymond with a life fellowship church. But ministry of helps is helping. You need finances to be helpful. See yourself being that uh, person that's just given all the money that they need, paying off bills, whatever. You know, get beyond yourself and having your bills and everything. See bigger. Birth that in your spirit so we can be bigger on the outside as, as you are on the inside. You can't help somebody if you see yourself as being broke. Because you're going to shut down. You t- I ain't even paying tithes. I'm just keeping it on. That's broke mentality. Bro- change the way you see yourself. As a man thinketh, so are you. If you see yourself as weak and pitiful, see yourself as broken and, and, and you know, lonely, if you're tired of being alone, well, see yourself differently. Those who are looking for spouses, see yourself with your spouse. See yourself happy. See your wedding. See it until you birth it in your spirit. Don't just sit around weak and pitiful. I'm so lonely. Yeah, you're going to stay that way unless you change the picture. Who told you to stop standing for that mate? Who told you to stop standing for that job? Who told you to stop what God birthed in your heart for receiving that? Stir it up. Stir up your pure mind. Stir up that gift within you. He said, the Lord said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. What are you desiring from the Lord? If you're not even desiring it, if you're not even looking for it, if you're not even expecting it, how do you think you're going to get it? Not going to happen. Okay, you got to see yourself doing this way. See yourself blessed and highly favored. Not just the slogan. You know, how you doing? I'm blessed. No. Or, you know, you sometimes feel like someone said, are you really? What can you show me that shows me that you're blessed? Because to, to some people, it's just a slogan. But we want to be highly, I mean, I'm highly favored of God. This is the things that God is doing for me in my life. Show them why you're highly favored. This is what's happening. This is what God did. This is how he changed the situation. I prayed and this is what God did. Yes, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm going to tell you why I give you that answer. Because you see it on the inside. See yourself blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am special to the Lord. But if you got this low self-esteem, nobody loves me, woe is me, you're not going to see yourself as highly favored of the Lord. You won't see yourself as leading a group at the church, you know, doing your own ministry. You're not going to see yourself doing that if in your mind you're just weak and pitiful. I'm just a mere, I'm just a mere human. One third of you is wall to wall. Holy Ghost. Keep that in mind. Hallelujah. Wall to wall, Holy Ghost. When you, you know, you pray over yourself, you pray over your family, you pray over your coworkers, whatever you're doing. Say, look, protection, put a protection over them. 
And this flu thing going around from, no, no plague shall come now my dwelling. Nine, Psalms 91 and 10 says, no plague shall come now my dwelling. When this tries to attack, say no. And you keep on saying that as you're coughing and hacking, no plague right. shall come now my dwelling. You keep on speaking it yes. until it manifests in your life. No plague, hallelujah. We are the righteousness of God. We are God's children. He's given us the imagination yes. to use to get the word of God, stand on that word of God, and mutter it and meditate on it over and over and over again. Hallelujah, until you see what you say. So, Romans 12 and 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It says, you renew your mind. This is something you have to do. You have to change what you're seeing. You have to change the picture. You have to let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you to change the picture that you're flashing across your brain when you open up your eyes and a situation happens. Change that picture if it's a negative picture. If it's not in line with what you're believing and praying, God will change the picture. So, no, the Lord is my healer. No, no, the Lord is my provider. He said he'd supply my every need. When the flash picture comes across your mind, oh, you're not going to be able to pay that bill. No, change that picture. Hallelujah. It God gives God great pleasure to bless and prosper you. Hallelujah. Conceive in your spirit so that you can receive all that God says is yours. It starts on the inside, then it comes working on the outside. Hallelujah. See, as I said before, see yourself as holding the perfect position. See yourself moving forward in the ministry. See yourself moving forward in, 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 in status in your community. There's somebody in the head. She's something special. He's something special. There's something special about that person. Yeah, you are a child of God. Yes. And everywhere you go, they should know there's something special about that person. Right. Why? Because that's the way you carry yourself. Because I am special. I am, hallelujah, the righteousness of God. Yes. Can, you, can you conceive it in your heart? Hallelujah. Your imagination is your spiritual womb. It's your spiritual womb. If you can't see it in your heart, in your mind's eye, you will never give birth to it. If you don't see it on the inside, it will never show up on the outside. It won't. So our job is to get to the place that we see what God says about us. What he says about us is what he says for us. So we don't want to be in a place, you know, people, you know, they stand and believe in God for the healing. Next thing in their mind, I wonder what my funeral is going to be like. The doctor told you, well, you got this, uh, this incurable, this whatever. And they, from that moment on, they're planning it for, you know, I wonder what they're going to sing about. I wonder who's going to show up. At my and you stand and, and believe it for, for healing. But in your inner man, you're talking about what is my funeral going to be like? Change that picture. Just because the doctor said it don't make it right. That's fact. That's not truth. The truth of the matter is by the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already healed. You have to see yourself. When, you, when it's time... For you to be prayed for, before you even prayed for, I want you to see that you have to see yes. the end result. That's good word. You have to see what you're believing for, what you're coming up for prayer for. See yourself even before we lay hands on you. Yes. Do you see yourself as already being delivered? If you're depressed, do you see yourself as already being joyful? Do you see yourself even before you pray for anybody? Yes. You ask them, what do you see? What are you seeing on your, on your in, inner man before I even pray? They say, oh, child, pray for me. What do you see? Because if you're seeing you dying and I'm seeing you healing, what, you trump me. What you're seeing. 
So our job is to get to the place where we get them to change the picture that they're seeing so they can see what they're praying for, even before they're prayed for. Hallelujah. So you want to be able to see, you know, before somebody's praying for it, people that in the wheelchair, see yourself getting up. See yourself running. Hallelujah. See yourself paying off all your bills. See yourself writing paid off. And I, I'm telling you, Paris and I are paying off bills. We are getting them paid off. I said, oh, honey, take that off because he, he, we got a, a calendar so we can see everything that's got to be paid. I said, oh, no, that one's done. We, that's paid in full. Scratch that one off and that one scratch that one off too. So we don't have to carry that to the next one because it's done. See yourself as paying in full these things. If you only see yourself as having bills and never paying them off, you're going to have them forever. But begin to see yourself as debt free. Begin to see yourself as God sees you, being able to help somebody else. Let me show you, this is what God did for me. I want to bless you because he's blessed me. So he wants you to be, a, be blessed, to be a blessing. Proverbs 29 and 18 part A says, where there is no vision the people perish. If you can't see it, if you don't have a mental picture, if that mental image is informed on your imagination, you're not going to have it. No vision, people perish. You don't have a vision of what you want for your family, for your children. It's just whatever comes, harem scam is okay. No vision, people perish. What do you want for your family? What do you want for your marriage? What do you want for your home? What do you want for your children? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? As we take communion today, I want you to see whatever it is that you're asking God for. Whatever you're believing for, see it before we take communion. Because we settle it at the table. But if we settle it at the table and what you're seeing in your mind is not what you're settling, you're not going to get it. Change the picture. So as we take communion, see the end result. See this already being done. Already being done. Because the Lord says, so stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.